How is everybody doing? Hey, how you doing? This is Tony. Welcome to Finding Subjects Podcast, episode 93. So today I want to talk about music. I don't know how it is for you folks, but for me, music is a powerful thing. Um, I was just thinking the other day of uh, a moment that happened on the way home from a trip a couple years ago. My daughter and I went to Europe and we watched a bunch of different soccer games. Uh, it was fantastic to go there and see all that, but it was interesting on the way home, there was a point where I looked down and I could tell that we were above Greenland. And I'm looking down there and I'm seeing all these little specks, these white specks all over the place in the ocean. And I'm like, man, they're actually icebergs. And you know they're massive, right? And we're 35,000 feet up in the air traveling across uh, the sky at about 450 miles per hour. And the closer that you look, you could see glaciers. You could see the, the glacier paths that they had taken. And as I'm staring at this, it was beautiful, first of all. But the song by Steve Miller, Book of Dreams album, Jet Airliner kicks in my head, right? <laughs> it's just big old Jet Airliner. I'm sitting there, I'm grooving to this song and just looking at this unfolding before me. And then suddenly, in my head, I'm transported back in time, like 1970. Oh, here we go. Seven? When that album came out, Book of Dreams? But suddenly, hearing that song, I was I was there in Wildwood on the boardwalk on Maury's Pier. And, you know, you hear the guy trying to call you in to, uh, to gamble. Hey, man, you step right up, that type of thing. And the prize was one of these uh, twisted and bent from a, like a, a, a glass blower, a, a soda bottle totally deformed and it's filled with uh, multicolored sand <laughs> and we wanted to win these things so I remember uh, standing there talking to this this girl that I met she was from North Philadelphia and that carried along with that song that song and that memory are interlocked in the background I can in no problem envision the smell of popcorn or freshly made uh, waffles and ice cream uh, these these smells down there, these scents just waft through the air and the myriad of conversations going on, like a low humble, but everybody talking, hundreds if not thousands of people are all gathered there and the the bells ringing, the balloons popping of you know people throwing the darts and the, when you win, the bell goes off again. There's an overload of sensory sounds surrounding you there. And all of this triggered by this song, Jet Airliner by Steve Miller. And it just had me thinking about the ability to travel, if you will, time travel, if you will, uh, backwards and even forwards, but also uh, right to the here and now. Just for a little heads up, um, the house is busy, right? I have four people there. There's computers everywhere. People are all working at home. I'm here at the lake again. There's a ton of geese in front of me. There are ravens up in the tree. Remember the three ravens? Of course they're here, Tony, because they follow me everywhere. And it could be just a coincidence. They could just be random three ravens that happen to show up every time I record somewhere. But they are truly here right now looking at me. Uh, hello, what can I say? I mean, they're here. So you're going to hear the residual noise. It's freezing outside. Uh, we just got hit with a nor'easter. I believe it was called Gale. Uh, that was yesterday into this morning. So everything is ice 
the sun is shining on the branches and it's just illuminating the ice crystals, which is pretty ironic because I would think that with the heat of the sun, um, that would have been melted by now. But um, we get slow, slowly, uh, slowly things are dripping. However, um, everything is truly still encapsulated with the with the water that turned to ice. So beautiful scene right now, uh, very winter-like. And so I find myself uh, sitting here in the truck talking to you about music, something that, man, it's, I just feel so passionate about. And interestingly enough, a lot of people do, obviously, right? We're all into music. I don't, I don't know anyone who doesn't like music. I think I met one person in my life who was like, yeah, I, I don't listen to any music. I don't like any kind of music. And I'm like, okay. You know, like to each his own type of thing. But to me, different songs, different music have been the, the soundtrack to my life. Now, I don't know if any other people feel this way. I'll have a memory or I'll have a person. And then with that memory or with that person, there's associated a song. And it could be simple. It's not all, I don't mean it's all in like a, a um, romantic type of way or always emotional. Like there's funny times. I, For instance, um, Sledgehammer. I, f I forget who that was by. Steve, uh, Stevie somebody. What? Was it Stevie? The song Sledgehammer. Boom. University of Penn, ice hockey rink, sitting in the locker room with my buddies. I know what position. I was on left wing. I know who the center was. I knew who the right wing was. I knew who the goalie was. That song right there, laughing, having a great time. Uh, just got done a victory. It just takes me there. So I posed this question on Facebook, not only on my personal site, but also on the, on the Finding Subjects Facebook page. And the questions were, there was actually three questions. The first one was, what's your favorite band or artist? Number two, uh, what is your favorite song? What's that song that invokes emotion from you? Like when you hear it, you're just like, oh man. When I talk about a transporter, like the, uh, the TARDIS from Doctor Who, you hop right in this emotion, this memory, this song, and you're there. Um, what is that song for you? And then what I would also like to find out is what's the background for it, for that emotion? What's the story behind it? What's the reason why you get so emotional? And so this is what I was thinking about um, in the past 10 days or so. And people are asking me, dude, are you going to be like every week with this podcast? I don't want to just kick things out. You know, you would say after almost 100 episodes, I would have this figured out as to when I'm going to do a show. But honestly, I think I should do a show when I'm inspired to do it and not just trying to, you know, throw out quantity instead of quality. I want to be inspired about what I'm talking about. And so if it's, it's not going to be longer than two weeks, I would say, but every, you know, week or so. Okay. So every week or two, and I'm sorry to, and I, I look, I appreciate you even listening, but I, I'd rather give you something of quality worthy of your time than to just spew out something something random about a cannoli which I've done before anyway so thinking about music thinking about songs and how passionate I am when I think about music and I'm sitting there um, the other the other day and my soundtrack I just checked my Spotify playlist and I'm just gonna give you a quick rundown of uh, of what I've listened to in the past two days so we have Mozart we have Bach we have Van Halen Peter Frampton Frampton comes alive right I have my special songs off of that I gotta listen to Robin Trower um, uh, the Who, Queen, uh, John Denver, Country Road, baby. <laughs> Love that song. And I'm going to tell you why soon. The Beatles, In My Life, uh, amongst many others that I've listened to. Um, there's a couple, I'm, I'm sure I'm missing some. Alice Cooper, School's Out, 
Um, I'm 18 and long way to go. If anybody out there is a bass player, I urge you desperately to find Alice Cooper's, uh, I forget the album that it's on, but it's called Long Way to Go. And if you're a bass player, even a drummer, you got to check this song out. The riffs in there, just phenomenal. So I encourage you highly, please check that song out. If you, uh, Love It to Death, it's off, it's off the album Love It to Death, right, by Alice Cooper. Um, great, great song. Still got a long way to go, long way to go, however you want to call that. So I know bass players, like prolific bass players, that never heard of that song. I'm like, dude, you got to listen to the song and just sit there and play along with it, right? So I can go on and on for all these songs that I listen to. Honestly, there's probably about 25. This is just off the top of my head. You know, I could actually go into Spotify and go through all that, but I'm not going to bore you with all those details. The point of the, the story is with this, is it's variety, right? It's music. It's the passion that I have within me to listen. And if I'm away from it for, for too long, something feels off. And then when I'm thinking about it, there's just this, can I make this strange analogy a love? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a love. It's a passion. It's a desire. It's a love for, for music. It's kind of like that feeling when I'm playing. Like if I pick up my guitar and I'm playing or, you know, I'm on a keyboard or messing around with drums, something inside of me is like, it just clicks. This is right. Now you can feel that way and still not be a professional musician. You don't have to be a professional at everything. Okay. You can just do something for the love of it, which I encourage. So I listen to music for the love of it. I create music for the love of it. I talk about it because I love it. I will draw an analogy here. It's like the feeling I have, the passion I have, and I know I'm not alone on this, but this is, this is why I'm talking about all of this. The passion that I have for songs and for music kind of similar to like that puppy love feeling that love when you're when you're young and you're you know you see somebody walking towards you that cornflower blue-eyed blonde that you're just your heart starts banging and you can't breathe and your whole body is just like what and you're just standing there watching her come walking towards you and in your head out of the heavens you hear the intro the slowly fade in of electric guitars and suddenly the drums kick in and it's Boston more than a feeling you get me you feel me this is what I'm talking about how you put these emotions and these memories that actually happened by the way <laughs> I was standing there with my buddies down on Taylor Drive and there she was uh, probably what 12 13 years old I don't know but I'll remember it as as if it happened yesterday hoping praying that none of my buddies saw this majestic, picturesque, beautiful woman walking towards me. And of course, she walked right past me and went right to my buddy. So, <laughs> hey, man, I'm above average, but she didn't know it. <laughs> oh, my God. Squirrel's out here looking at me like, dude's talking to himself, man. Humans are talking to themselves. Humans are crazy. Anyway, there's that passion there. There's that love of music that I feel I'm certain you do too and I just want to connect with you in regards to that I mentioned uh, uh, Country Roads by by John Denver some people are like dude really like what a corny song no Country Roads to me I'm in a Ford Fairlane a 64 Ford Fairlane with my mom and dad and my little sister 
and we're cruising through back roads of West Virginia. And we come up over this hill and then down before us the road kind of like fades down and just goes off up into this valley with the sun shining. And this song comes on the radio. Country road, take me home to the place. I belong, West Virginia. How appropriate, right? And I had like goosebumps, man. I was like, I had that moment of nothing but love. Sitting there, looking over at my little sister. Look, my mom was in the right seat. My dad's in the left. Everything was perfect. Happy times, man. Happy memories. Branded in my skull, that memory, to that song. Forever connected. And so I thought, how cool would it be like to just to ask people, what do you got going on in your life? There had to be a song associated with something. So I'll go through a few other songs that, you know, are crazy to me. Uh, one was uh, an off-the-cuff one that just popped in my noggin right now is uh, Triumph, Laid on the Line. Uh, I remember being with a buddy of mine, Goaty. Goaty, what's up? <laughs> Riding down the road, we go up Ashland Avenue, and uh, we come to the intersection of Ashland Avenue and Chester Pike. The light turns red. I am jamming. We're both jamming to this song. I had a nice stereo in the car, cranked up, and then there's a right to this perfect timing moment. I have my window down, and some dude, random guy, walks up to the window, and I just glance over to him, and as I'm singing the song, don't waste my time. Just kicked out. And he like looked at me and just started laughing. And then I looked at my buddy Goat and he just starts laughing and the light turns green and we pull away. Totally stupid. Totally random. Perfect timing. Synchronicity. It was hilarious. A hilarious moment that I'm always associated with. So also, you know, I, I'll, I see different people in my life and I associate different bands to them. Like a Bud Eddie. That's the Outlaws. You know, that's he always listened to the Outlaws. He had Outlaws t-shirts throughout high school. Eddie had the Outlaws. Uh, guys that I hung out with, the, the Jimmys. I had a bunch of guys that named Jimmy. Yeah, it's Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Shuffle, man. The E Street Band, excuse me. They always went to see Bruce. They're Bruce Springsteen. It's, it's amazing how we associate these different songs to different people. My mom, Eddie Arnold. Make the World Go Away. Cowboy Song. If you never listen to Eddie Arnold, get into it, man. Listen to this guy. Croon. Incredible vocals. This is the stuff that I had to sit there and listen to. However, I'm, I'm starting to hum along with this one. Five, six, seven years old. Listen to this guy, man. Make the world go away. I don't know if you ever heard that. Uh, just great song. And then also with her, you got Mario Lanza. You, you, I mean, just a myriad of different artists is going to kick in right there. And then she gets into her Irish uh, heritage music. Well... It's just, and I don't know how the neighbors dealt with it. This woman cranked this stuff up. Like, 11. I don't know if we had 11 on there, but it was 11. To me, it was so loud. I, be, I remember saying, Mom, you think we should turn that down? No, no, it's fine. And she'd just do her housework, man, walk around. or making dinner. Crank it up. These songs, I hear them. Boom, my mom. Driving in the car. I know this is a really weird connection here. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. That part where... I'm just a little, you know how, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I'm just a little. <laughs> oh, man. You know what I'm talking about. I'm just a little full wrinkle on my mind. Scatamoose. 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 Dude's looking at me. I'm yelling at him. Scatamoose. Anyway, going down 95, man. Interstate 95, just south of Philadelphia. Uh, with my dad. And he's looking at me like, what the heck is this? 
Yo, yo, died, man. It's Queen, Bohemian Rhapsody. Listen to it. Listen how long it's gonna be long. It's a long song. He's like looking at me like my kid's into this. And it's a jam, right? When they break into the heavy part, and I see my dad, he's got two hands on a wheel, his wedding ring, he's he's tapping it on a piece of metal that was near the steering wheel. It was actually where the car horn was. And he's just because he was a drummer, right? I can't re replicate that, but he starts drumming along. I'm like, I'm jamming to Queen with my dad, Bohemian Rhapsody. And this is not even on his playlist. It's not even on his radar. He has no idea. And then another moment, very similar to my father. Uh, do you feel like we do a Peter Frampton with the, you know, doing that? He's like, what? I said, dad, it's the guitar talking. Let's do it. And we were on 95 again. We must have gone on I-95 a lot, my father and I. But anyway, it was fantastic. It, 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 these are these memories. Uh, my two kids, um, my kids, lining up that very first song that they ever hear, queuing that up on a cassette tape, right? So when we pick them up at the hospital, when I got to pull up and the nurse brings my wife out in a wheelchair and the baby's in her arms and we secure the baby into the back seat, man, we kick it in. In my life by the Beatles. I made sure that was the very first song they ever heard. Ow. That was my arm. It's important to me important to them now they have that they know that story and if you listen to the words it's beautiful do I continue with this as you can see how passionate I am about music man just just love it I remember as a young kid begging my sister my oldest sister to please play the piano for me incredible pianist right and my, and my other sister as well um, please play the piano for me. And, and she would just play, it, it, it's like Bach and Beethoven and these classical songs. I don't remember the exact names of these songs, but the one was called, it was, it was called the Cossack song. And it had all these just different variations. And I'm just watching her fingers and how her mind's got to coordinate the left and the right. Hand. And I'm just sitting there amazed. I beg her every time, please play the piano for me. Please play the piano for me. And when she did, it's that same passion within, like, listen to this. It's just fantastic. So I hope you can identify and share that love that I have for music with yourself. So I ask these questions um, to friends. Well, here's some of those responses. But first, you know what? I'm actually going to uh, read some of the responses. So I got to go on my phone here and try to uh, find... Not everybody likes to do audio, folks, so... Uh, I appreciate it when you do, but I get it when you don't. So let me just see what I got here. So a lot of people, you know, don't feel comfortable sending in an audio message. I get that, uh, but man, it just makes the show that much more interesting. And plus, you know, maybe your family wants to hear you uh, on iHeartRadio or iTunes or Apple or Spotify or Pandora, Alexa, um, but whatever. That's why I'm offering it out to you, to you guys to, to get involved. I don't care if you call every every show. I want you to call every show. Because that, that like, first of all, the numbers are bumping nicely, right? I want to share that with you in more ways than just, hey, the numbers are bumping nicely. I want you to be part of it, right? So call up, man. Send me a message. Text me a message, a voice message. It's going to be on the show. And it's great. And I got some people, like, are totally into it. I think it's important. It's important because it's like, to me... 
I'm suddenly back in time hanging out with you again. And yo, what do you think of this? And then you responding, and then me sharing that with everyone? I just think that's awesome. So hopefully you will share in that excitement with me. Um, we've had a lot of people so far as guests on, and just, you know, a little blurb, man, a little shout out. Bring it. I welcome it with open arms, and I really enjoy doing this much more even than I already do uh, when you're involved. So please, in the future, if I ask you, just go on Messenger. There's a little blue microphone on Messenger. You hit that button, talk, right? Yo, Tone, uh, how you doing? This is what I think. And then send it to me. And if you screw it up, send it to me again. If you screw that up, send it again and again. It doesn't matter. We'll get. We're not, I'm not gonna, I don't want anybody sounding like an idiot or a moron on there. I'm going to hook you up. You're going to sound great. All right, so please, in the future, um, that's all you got to do. Go into Messenger, hit the little blue microphone icon, and start talking and send it in to me, man. And then and I'll put you on the show. It's great. So anyway, these are the folks that did not want to be on here. So I posed the question. I'll read it to you. Your favorite musician and song? Question mark. And what's that one song that brings up the emotion within you? Question mark. And then why? And then I say, please send your voice message in to me in Messenger. That will put you in the running for a what? A Wawa gift card? Yeah. Yeah, a Wawa gift card. Why? Because they just do a little bit better. Great cup of coffee. I want to buy you a cup of coffee or multiple cups of coffee. So anyway, yep, this episode we're giving away a Wawa gift card. You're not going to be able to retire from it. It's just a very humble appreciation of you getting involved. So initially it was going to be anybody who sends in an audio message. However, uh, the judges have spoken and they're like, Dad, put everybody in there. And so I did. And so what I did was next to everyone's name, I listed you all in my own little notes, and I put a number next to your name. And out of those, uh, well, we got eight people here, nine people. Out of those nine, your name is next to a number. And I texted to my wife and my children, and I said, uh, please send me a number back quick between one and nine. And when you do, I will select out of that, and that will be the winner. And so we got ourselves a winner. I'm not going to tell you about it who that winner is until the end here. But anyway, so let's jump right into um, these replies from you guys, and I really appreciate it. So here we go. Lou, you're my soul and inspiration, and that goes out to his wife of 49-plus years. Lou, thank you very much for that reply, buddy. And guess what? Sandy answered you, Lou, and she said, ah. So I put Lou and Sandy in there because they both replied. Uh, Andrew. Shine On You Crazy Diamond. Man, one of my favorite Pink Floyd songs. Uh, that's a song there that I can just turn off the volume, just kick back and uh, lights out at night and just let it take me away, man. Beautiful song. just And just that's cool. I want to call it a little spacey, but it's it's awesome like that. It's just like Dark Side of the Moon. That, you know, that great album. But uh, great one, Andrew. Appreciate that. Uh, let me see here. Kathy. Kathy says, uh, Stairway to Heaven. And then she also says, Pink Floyd, Wish She Were Here. And that, both of those songs, they remind her of her boys who are uh, no longer with us. Uh, Kathy, thank you very much for that. Um, and my prayers are always with you and your family. Ostmar, our, our Icelandic Viking. Ostmar, how are you, buddy? He says, the Foo Fighters outside. And the song that brings up his emotions would be Free by Rudimental. Asmar, I, I hope everything's well, buddy, and I will talk to you soon, and thank you very much for your reply. And if you, even though there's not a Wawa in Iceland, I'd have bought you a uh, tuna fisk sandwich from uh, 
there's really nice gas stations you guys have up there. Or maybe the hot dogs with the mustard and onion combination and the little uh, fried onion chips that you guys put on the hot dogs up there. Awesome. It's like a honey mustard. If anybody's ever been to Iceland, I survived basically my entire two weeks in Iceland with uh, hot dogs and tuna fisk sandwich. <laughs> ah, this disgust a whole lot of people. Trust me. It's delicious. Iceland's expensive, man, if you if you want to go up there. And, uh, you know, there you are. It's my secret to traveling Iceland, Iceland on the cheap. Uh, you know, polish up your thumb to hitchhike and buy yourself some Icelandic hot dogs and tuna fish sandwiches. Very good. We got Mike a reply. So anyway, thank you very much, Osmar. I will catch up with you soon, buddy. Uh, Mike, his reply was, hmm. Mike, you're going to have to get back to me on that, buddy. Because I don't know that song. Uh, Pat, my buddy Pat, he actually sent one in here, and then he also sent he also sent in an, an audio version. So he's not going to get two uh, chances; he'll get one. But yo, Pat, love this choice, man! Fooling yourself, Tommy Shaw and the Contemporary Youth Orchestra, and then facing one's own self-doubt, uh, inspired. Beautiful choices, great choices. Uh, if anybody out there has ever listened to um, Daryl's House, it's a great show. Daryl gets up there and he has a musical guest each show. Uh, they sit down and they, they play some songs and eat. They bring a chef in. It's just a really cool show where they kick back and, you know, like, you know, find the musical vibe. Tommy Shaw was on there recently and Tommy's one of my, one of my favorite guitarists. Here's what I learned about Tommy that I really admire. Guy can't read music. Doesn't have a clue. He says, I, I cannot read sheet music. I can't read that. So uh, here's what I need you to do. And then he just talks it out. I totally relate to that, Tommy. You know, in my younger years, I could not. Everything was by ear uh, until, uh, you know, some of the music uh, for being in certain bands, it had to be read by sheet music and such. But in the guitar, uh, for the guitar, it was, it was off ear. Learn this song by next practice, okay? And then you learn the song by next practice. But Tommy was extremely inspired by him because if you listen to him play, I mean, he's got a lot of bluesy riffs in there. Just an incredible guitarist, and his voice, his vocal range just, you know, kills me. Because I love Sticks and I love Tommy Shaw music, but it was one of those uh, bands and artists that you just really can't replicate live. Go ahead and try to sing it. You're going to lose it. You know, if you can hit that falsetto, but not even falsetto, it's actually singing the notes. This range is so high. Um, which, okay, it's great to listen to, but man, as a musician, you really want to play it as well. And so I couldn't do that with uh, any any Tommy Shaw type of music. When or or uh, a lot of six tunes. So a couple of them I can get away with. I can pull a few of them out of my hat. But anyway, Tommy Shaw. So that's awesome. Uh, let me see here. I'm getting some friends uh, texting in here. They had some COVID tests and they're negative. God bless you, man. Folks, uh, please wear your mask. I want to get into it right now. So please wear your mask. Here we go. Back to what we're talking about. Yeah, so Pat, Fooling Yourself by Tommy Shaw and the Contemporary Youth Orchestra. And then... Facing one's own self-doubt inspired. Thank you very much, Pat. You are in the running, my friend. Tim. Tim likes Live Like You Were Dying, Tim McGraw. And Tim says to me, I am sure you know why. And then he says, I also deleted my first response. I said to Tim, my reply was, you can have uh, two responses, bud. And yes, I think I understand why. I think about your, your brother all the time. The last time I spoke to him, and how unfair and short life often is. So, uh, Tim, 
reply to that. Tony, it's Tim here. My song will be Live Like You Were Dying by Tim McGraw. And I'm sure you know why. Just trying to remember the good old days. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate everything you do. And keep Jimmy around in your mind. Yeah. I'm going to tell you a story about that in a bit. So let me see here. Uh, Mike, Heroes by David Bowie. We can, we be, can be heroes. heroes. Just, Just for one, one day. One, 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 one. That's not how I really sing. That's how my kids hear me sing. And they're like, Dad, it's no wonder your band never went anywhere, Dad. You're, you're not that good. And I'm like, you know what? If you want to really hear me sing, like, I mean really hear me sing. Like, sing when I'm in the car, when no one's looking, or in the shower, when no one's home. You're going to have to pay up. Kick out the coin. I'm not just going to belt one out for you. So when you hear me sing, yeah, I'm kidding. It's I'm messing around. You know why? I'm gonna tell you why. You might be able to identify with this. Some people out there, you. I'm looking. At, I'm looking at you, and I'm talking to you. Were you ever afraid to be really good at something? Hmm. Think about that for a minute. What if you were really good at something, and you didn't want the attention? I'm not saying I'm a really good singer. I'm just. <laughs> maybe I just. Maybe I just said. <laughs> maybe I just said that. Or implied that. You know what? I'm going to own it. I am a great singer. <laughs> You're just never going to hear me. Take that to the bank. <laughs> Put that in your pipe and smoke or whatever you say. I don't even remember. All right. We got Barbara. I know you won't believe it isn't a Beatles song. And I find it hard, Barb, to believe that it's not a Beatles song. Because I've known you my entire life. And in fact, since I was probably two or three. But she says... Um, it's the song, Here's to the One We Got. It brings a tear to my eye every time. Thank you very much, Barb, for um, sending that in. Thank you very much, all of you, for sending your replies in. So now we're going to jump to... Um, I'll give you a little bit of background on what was, Tim was going with, man. Um, live, like you, live like you were dying. So, Tim... I used to go hunting with Tim and his dad. Uh, great guys. You know, and Jimmy, obviously, was his older brother. And his father was a uh, an ex-drill sergeant for the Marine Corps. <laughs> now, suddenly you're thinking of uh, Lee Army, whatever that guy is. You get your butt off the floor! What a, he, Mr. D was never that way, man. He was just a cool guy. Well, maybe sometimes when we, when we were out of line, he'd get us right in line. But um, this guy would bring me along, man, with his family, right? With his boys. Taking me hunting with them. Hunting. There you go. Some Philly infliction. Taking me hunting with them. Taking me hunting with them. Great memories, right? So, Jim's like one of my best friends in childhood. And life happens. After high school, we all go our separate ways. We just take different paths. Um, I just lost touch with the Jimmies. And you're, you're going to say, who? what is the Jimmies? Literally, five of my friends in one little location were all named Jim. I, I'm not kidding you. I, I don't know if I've ever talked about the Jimmies. I've written about the Jimmies, but there you go, the Jimmies. And and I consider all of them very good friends, but this particular Jim was I would consider him I can't I can't not consider him one of my like a special better friend than than a best friend. They're all all these guys are like they're my boys, man. We were we were just all really great friends and I really appreciated their friendship and their loved their families as well. So I run into uh, this particular gym up at the Springfield Mall in, in Springfield, Pennsylvania. He's sitting out front of a Carabas. 
And he's with this beautiful woman. And here it's his wife. And so I come out of Carabas with my wife. And I'm like, dude, how are you, man? How have you been? You know, and, you know, gave each other big hugs, said hello. I met his wife. He met my wife. And we talked. We talked about life. We talked about my kids. We talked about his kids. Talked about how busy we've been throughout the years and what he's doing with himself, what I was doing for a living, uh, where I was working, where he was working. And we exchanged phone numbers. I said, dude, you know, we'll definitely get in touch. We'll go out. Oh, that'd be great. Yep, I'll give you a buzz. We both said, I'll give you a buzz. I'll give you a buzz. Sometimes in life, it doesn't happen. For whatever reason, it's not like you, you mean to intentionally not call somebody. Sometimes it just doesn't happen. So in this particular situation, life happens, right? When you're busy making other plans, that John Lennon gets credit for that, but it's actually Reader's Digest uh, article many, many, many years before John Lennon. Uh, I don't know if you knew that or not, but so you know, periodically I go through the the phone. Ah, oh, there's Jimmy's number, man. I got to give him a buzz, and he's probably saying the same thing. And a little bit of time later, um, my wife calls me, and she goes, "Yo, I just ran into Joe, you know, Joe Blow, who you went to school with. I'm not getting into personal names here." And he says. Uh, Jimmy just passed away. I'm like, what are you talking about? It wasn't that long ago I saw him. And then in my mind, I'm like, it was. It was that long. And I'm like, what happened? And we won't get into details, but what I'll get into is life is what happens when you're busy making other plans, and when you're not busy making the plans, life still happens. Time passes us. If you want something to happen, you gotta you gotta make it happen. I regret that, man. I regret us not getting together and just hanging out and having some good laughs and just bringing up the memories of the old times because we are great friends. And so, um, you know, I'm not going to get any further in this because I know his brothers are listening to this, and I don't want to. Like I said, love the family, uh, great people. So very blessed in my life to have known them. And still know them. Um, but my message to you is about that song titled by Tim McGraw. Live like you were dying. Folks, life is finite. Okay, It's just not this never-ending journey. It has a beginning and the end. And I'm not getting doom and gloom. I'm saying, do what the song title says. Be mindful. Look around you right now. Whatever it is, if it's your family... If it's your neighbor, if it's just the tree that I'm, or the scene that I'm sitting here looking at out front of me, so many memories have transpired at this lake. You are blessed, man. You are blessed to be here. Just embrace it. Right? Just embrace it. And if there's somebody in your phone that you need to be calling, call them up. Say hello. Don't wait till tomorrow. Sometimes tomorrow never comes. Man, did I get sidetracked? I don't even know where I was going with this. I kind of you know, took a sad turn here. But we have to be happy because dude was a great guy, always smiling, always laughing. And so uh, it, was a, it was my honor to have known him. Pick up the phone and call you people. Call them people that you care about, old friends or whatever. Just say hello. At this point in time, I'm going to play the audio responses for you of people who have called in, who have texted their messages in. Um, 
let's take a listen to what they have to say. All right, my friend. Favorite bands, boy. You... <laughs> yeah, this is a tough one, man. This is a real, real tough one. Leonard Skinner's always been my favorite growing up. Um, I love that Southern rock. Kinks. Always loved the Kinks. Heart. That's another one. Heart. Collective Soul. Always loved Collective Soul growing up in my later years there. Too many bands, buddy. Too many bands to pick from. But they're my favorites right there. Skinner, Heart, Collective Soul. Well, one of the memories is um, Leonard Skinner's Tuesday's Gone. It was <laughs> basically uh, when I realized my first girlfriend wasn't coming back. Tuesday's Gone. Her name wasn't Tuesday, but um, that kind of hit hard back then. Uh, later on in life, uh, the kinks, better things. There are just a couple better things just to realize that um, better things are up ahead. If you listen to the lyrics of the song, it's so true. Um, Cat Stevens, father and son, always brings me back to my father and I in a relationship that we had when I was growing up. Uh, it got better as we got as I got older and got wiser and started to listen to him. <laughs> Bob Seger, Against the Wind. Just seems like my whole life story. If you listen to the lyrics. All right, bud. Hi, Tony. One of my most favorite songs is Mary Did You Know, composed by Buddy Green and sang by the Pentatonics. And the Pentatonics are one of my favorite groups, um, mostly because they sing without music and their harmony is beautiful. But I like the song Mary Did You Know mostly because it reminds me of God Above. It gives me a calmness and a peaceness whenever I hear it. Okay, so my favorite band is Yes. Due to Rick Wakeman and all the prog and classic signature time codes that they use. Uh, always a big fan of off-timing and change of timing. And my favorite song is The Wall by Kansas. Uh, my brother Jimmy used to turn me on all the prog stuff. And Kansas's The Wall was one of the songs that he had turned me on to, as well as the band itself. And uh, he passed away when I was 11. And the song reminds me of him every time I hear it. And it's one of my favorite songs. Here's a little tune I'm working on. World's gone mad What's the situation now? You've yet to figure out We caught you with your back Turn around The world's gone mad What's the contingency plan now? You've yet to figure out you with your back turned around the world's gone mad all right favorite artist last shadow puppets song aviation why do i like this song reminds me of better times puts me in a good headspace the opening lyric is a procession in the conga aisle can't write stuff like that that's fantastic World's Gone Mad, originally written after the Boston Marathon bombing, because I thought the world was coming to an end then. Insert a pandemic, and here we are. Rebuff the song a little bit, put some new lyrics in. The idea is to have this track 
open up my new EP that I am trying to write and record right now in between working from home, being a teacher, and uh, just being in a pandemic altogether. Search Donovan Rice in the Standing Cinema on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, Alexa, or just search Donovan Rice on Alexa. No, I'm not talking to you, Alexa. Shh. Thanks for letting me know. I appreciate that. So, yeah, you can find my music online. You can also go to Bandcamp, The Standing Cinema, hoping to uh, kind of rebuff that in the next coming months. But also you can go to DonovanRice.com, which takes you to the newspaper taxis. Let's see, Tony, what song brings up an emotion and why that song would be Fooling Yourself by Tommy Shaw and the Contemporary Youth Orchestra. With today's challenges and life coming at you, it really inspires me, and especially during moments of self-doubt. So, Ann, I'm calling in my song choices. The one that I really like, that I can listen to a lot, is a song called Somewhere in My Lifetime by Phyllis Hyman, the singer Phyllis Hyman. The one that brings the most emotion out of me is a song that he sang at my sister's funeral called Is It I, Lord? Even to this day, it's been 28 years, I still get a little emotional. Uh, still well up when I hear it. So that's my two song choices. Have a great day. Hey, Tony. It's, uh, it's Rob calling. Uh, I guess my favorite artist would be probably the Foo Fighters. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I, I like everything from Elton John to Foo Fighters to Sam Roberts. He's a Canadian artist up here. But uh, I guess the song that uh, anytime I hear it and people are going to laugh, I guess it would be Rat, 80s band. I was 15 years old. Every time I hear the song Round and Round, I remember being in the car with my dad going to my first junior hockey tryout and that's the song that was playing on the radio and every time I hear that song I can put myself back in my dad's car and picture myself going to the rink. Thanks again. Uh, hi Tony, it's Carmel from Ontario, Canada. My favorite band or artist would probably be either Elton John, Abbott, or High Valley, which is a Canadian country band. I've got lots of favorite songs, but the music that really makes me feel something is any Abba song, but especially Dancing Queen. There's so many good memories attached to it, like singing dancing in the car with friends or boyfriend, but one that tops them all is sitting on Friday nights watching Mamma Mia with my grandparents as a really young kid. It makes me appreciate all the times I spend with them, almost like it helps me remember better. Thank you. Hi, Tony. It's Kiana from Ontario, Canada, and I have a few favorite artists. Uh, most of them are Canadian country, like uh, the Red Claws or Shania Twain, which is really typical for a kid growing up in a small town. Um, my favorite song is um, called Dear Rodeo, and it's by Cody Johnson, who's a country artist, and um, it's my favorite song because after I uh, suffered a bad injury playing hockey and the surgeon told me that it wasn't really safe for me to play hockey again, the song really helped me get through that pain. Um, I'm 18 now, and after playing hockey for most of my life, it was a really tough thing to hear from the doctor. Thank you, Tony. We love your show. So there you go. 
my inspiration for this episode about music is that lifeblood to me, that passion, that soul that can wrap us up in emotions and memories. We can time travel with it. We can sit here and in an instant I can put on, you name it, James Taylor, Fire and Rain. And suddenly I'm in a car with my wife and my two girls. They're very young at the time. And this is how we started every trip to the Outer Banks, North Carolina. Fire and rain. And then eventually, Carolina on my mind would come up in the playlist. And we'd all sing it together. It's that simple. It's that easy. Bam. Transported back. 15 years. Boom. In seconds, I'm right back with you. Memories. Music is just a fantastic vessel. A fantastic medium. A fantastic TARDIS. To travel back in emotional emotional time backward forward whatever it might be so thank you so much for listening folks i hope you got something out of this one um who knows what the next episode is going to be but i am going to ask you again to please participate with your reply or with your words your voice whatever man so anyway hey listen have a great day thank you very much oh the winner of a wawa gift certificate number five Tim, congratulations, man. I'll send it out to you. I'll be in touch, and I'll get your address, and uh, hopefully everything is well with you. Folks, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening. Get yourself into some tunes. Get back to what you used to listen to. Write down your, your thoughts and your emotions and embrace it. Maybe you, not, you might not want to. <laughs> There's a couple songs that, that remind me of a couple people that, oh, boy, <laughs> no thanks, man. Anyway, have a great day, man. I'll talk to you all later. See ya!